Today is third Sunday of Easter. Our readings today are taken from first reading, Acts chapter 2, verses 14, 22 to 33. The second reading is from first Peter, chapter 1, verses 17 to 21. And the gospel reading is from Luke chapter 24, verses 13 to 35. My brothers and sisters, today, as we begin historically, the events that unfolds in today's readings, beginning with the gospel, we see the struggle of the Apostles and disciples of Christ, with Christ's resurrection, a sign of victory over death. Because when Jesus rose from the dead, the chief priests and the scribes and the Pharisees, who incited the death of Jesus and doubted him as the Messiah, Ensured, they remembered the words of Christ, and so they want to ensure that what he said would happen will not happen. The resurrection proved them all wrong, and God knew they did not understand. When Christ told them that he would rise again, they rather got offended, but they wanted to ensure that this did not take place. They wanted to ensure their lack of faith in their very salvation. So they asked for God to prevent the resurrection story. But the resurrection did take place and was first witnessed by the guards who went to tell them the truth. But they wanted to bury the truth. And having bribed them, assured them that they would keep them out of trouble, they gave them a story that they would perpetrate. That while they were sleeping, the disciples came to steal the body of Christ to claim that he was risen. St. Augustine calls them the sleeping witnesses of the resurrection. For how did they know it was the disciples that came to steal the body while they were sleeping? Therefore, the reactions of the apostles and disciples of Jesus was to doubt the resurrection, to prevent them, to keep them out of trouble or speaking about the resurrection of a dead man. So every one of them was trying to find a way to return to society and blend in order to keep out of trouble. Therefore, the readings of today are about God's love for man through Christ. God loved the whole... Uh, the whole uh, God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son 
so that those who believe in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. It's really about God's love for us. That even when we did not believe in him, he had to, after saving us, rebuild our faith in him. This is the story of the disciples on the way to Emmaus. These were disciples who did not believe because they have not seen. In the Gospel of John, it is the story of Thomas Didymus, who said, unless I see him, I will not believe. So Christ says, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. According to the Gospel of Luke, this is the equivalent to the story of the two disciples on the way to Emmaus. It is authenticated because even though they were not members of the apostles, at least one of them is referred to by name, Cleopas. And the story they told showed that they loved Jesus and they were his followers. And Jesus' action was like <clears throat> Jesus' appearance to Thomas, bringing them back so that now they will believe in the resurrection, which they did not understand when he was with them. The resurrection removes the bitterness of suffering. But they could not understand that the Son of God would suffer, would die, just as in the world today we live in. We think that people who have made it do not suffer. Man does not understand himself. And out of God's love, through Jesus becoming man, he has come to teach us and to show us who really man is, created in the image of God. Let us create man in our own image. In God's image, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Yet, because of the fall of man, because of sin, man tries to dissociate himself or herself from suffering. We refer to the blessings of God as the absence of suffering instead of surviving suffering, overcoming suffering. This is why Jesus, having extorted from them, the disciples who were running away, they did not know that Jesus knew they were running away from the truth, from their salvation. Jesus came to show God's love for them and to rebuild them, to recreate them, and to teach them what it truly means to be human. There is no forgiveness of sins without sacrifice, and sacrifice entails death. And the way to death 
is usually suffering. He asked them, what are you discussing? They were, of course, discussing, since they were running away, about a threat from the chief priests, the scribes, and the Pharisees that no one should speak about the resurrection of Christ. In trying to justify that they are right and Jesus was wrong, they were indeed suffering, but suffering for nothing, trying to bury the truth. And the truth is what will set us free. And the truth cannot be buried. So when they told Jesus, they, they were very, very careful. They denied, in their story, they were denying the resurrection. Just as Thomas said, unless I see. And so, faith in the resurrection was only credited to the women. Because the women are not afraid. They know the women will not be killed. So all the men blamed it on the women seeing visions. That the men went, even though they, they saw things as the women said, he said, but they did not see Jesus. Thomas said, unless I see the holes that the nails made in his hands and put my hand, and unless I put my hand in his side, I will not believe. And Jesus appeared to them out of love and said, Thomas, here are my hands. Put your hands. Here is my side. Doubt no longer, but believe. And Thomas said, my Lord and my God. So the readings are about the love of God for us. The accent of which Christ went. While we were still offending him by not believing, he was showing us love by rebuilding our faith. Emmaus is not a physical place. It is a place of denying the resurrection, of not believing in Christ, but in the world from which Christ came to save us from our sins. It was only after the resurrection and the teaching of Christ to his disciples and after the descent of the Holy Spirit that Peter was able to bear witness and see in retrospect what Christ was telling them about him as he told the disciples on the way to Emmaus. Jesus was not angry with us. He was not judging us. He was now reteaching us so that we can be sure of our faith. And also in the first letter of Peter, Peter was telling them, we are not saved by any perishable thing, but by the blood of the risen Christ, whom David spoke about in the psalm. Let us pray for the church that we may have this radical faith 
in our world today. This will give credence to the presence of the church in our world. To show God's love and to show that love, God's love, through Christ, Jesus, who died, rose from the dead to give us a new life. Amen.